We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. The words of Simon Peter in John 6, verse 68. To whom can we go, friends? You know, there is an old hymn titled, Where Could I Go But to the Lord? There is none other. And we are so glad we can turn to our Lord and His Word to find out the answers to the questions of life. Thank you to our J. Webb, and greetings, everyone. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God, and we may we study these things today. Because, you see, Jesus has the words of eternal life. When we have questions, well, Christ has the answers. And through His word of all authority, the Scriptures, let us find our answers. And with that said, friends, welcome to our special Q&A broadcast here on Are You Listening? of the International Gospel Hour. Now, from time to time, we do a Q&A broadcast. We'll bring forth a question and then seek out its answers in Scripture. The questions today were submitted to me by some very special young people, the young people at my last full-time preaching work. Now, we're going to modify the questions or statements for this discussion but we hope the answers will be biblical and will help us to grow in our knowledge of the Word of God. Now, before we begin, here is another special free study that you can do at home that parallels our broadcast today. Here is our J. Webb. Answering Questions to Christianity is another free study we offer from IGH. Are there questions you have about Christianity? Would you not love to have a biblical answer to those questions? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type question study in the message box. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Our first question, would you discuss the sinner's prayer? Is it in the Bible? Dear friend, from the very outset, this may surprise the religious world in general, but the sinner's prayer is not found in the Scripture. We simply cannot find where one prays himself or herself into Jesus Christ, nor added to his church or to be saved. Now, there are a number of texts used in this discussion that would lead one to accept the sinner's prayer. Let's consider those and see exactly what they are saying. The use of Luke 18.13, where the publican says, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The context of Luke 18, verses 9 through 14, is not teaching how one becomes a Christian. Verse 9 explains why Jesus was teaching the parable when he said, 
certain people or certain ones which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Both the Pharisee and the publican in this this parable, rather, were Jews. They were already children of God under the law of Moses. And this is not a prayer that would save an individual today. How about the use of Romans 10, 9, and 10 that says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now this passage, dear friends, is not exclusive in that prayer is all we do. Let's remain in the context and continue to verse 13. Paul says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the Apostle Paul, if anyone, would know exactly what that meant. Listen to what happened in his life when Ananias was teaching him the gospel of Christ. Paul was recounting this in Acts 22, verse 16. And here's what he stated that Ananias told him. And Saul, why tarriest thou, or why are you waiting? Arise, and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling upon the name of the Lord. Dear friends, Romans 10, 9 and 10 is dealing with confession, and it does not mention prayer. It confesses unto salvation not into, and the heart one believes unto righteousness, but not into. Here's another verse. The use of 1 John 1 in verse 9 that says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, that verse is referring to one who is already a Christian. 1 John chapter 1 teaches that One is already in fellowship and is already walking in the light. We can go back and see that from verse 7 into chapter 2 and verse 1 that he writes unto the little children there or those his followers or the followers of Christ with the affectionate term that John uses. And then he says, I write this unto you that you sin not, but if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Dear friends, that's another broadcast for another time. But First John chapter 1 into chapter 2 is writing to the Christian, one who is already saved. Dear friends, the Bible does not affirm that one prays a sinner's prayer to be forgiven of sins or to be added to the church. But the Bible affirms that upon one's faith in Christ, one is able to repent of his sins, confess Christ, to be baptized into Christ as Paul was, and to be raised to walk in a newness of life, and to begin a faithful walk. Dear friends, we realize the answer to this question, well, I'm not going to tell you it's going to make this a popular broadcast, but dear friends, we're not pursuing popularity. We are pursuing a study of the Scriptures to help us understand God's will for our lives. We always love offering absolutely free study material for individuals to seek, to learn, and to grow at their own pace. Seek out these things of which we bring forth. Have the nobility of those of in Thessalonica, or rather in Berea, 
they were more noble or fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with readiness of mind and searched the Scriptures daily whether those things were so, Acts 17, 10, and 11. We would just love for you to search the Scriptures, dear friends. And your friends here at International Gospel Hour want to encourage you to be a good Scripture searcher. And with that said, let's pause, and our J-Web will tell you about our free home Bible study. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Oh, dear friends, I mentioned as we began this Q&A broadcast where my questions came from, young people of where I labored in my most recent full-time preaching work, And these dear young people, very special to me, many I watched grow up through the years, and one of them asked a question, what do you do when Bible proof isn't enough? Now, that's an interesting question because it's like this. Someone will ask about God, and we begin to use the Scripture, and the response goes something like this. Look, I don't believe in God. Why should I believe in the Bible? And so we seek out those things that will help one to establish a faith in God without the Word. Now, that's nothing strange. Paul, in Romans chapter 1, spoke of those that, you know, could look at the creation and understand that there is one who is the Creator. And so, through the years, there are things that I have come across in my studies, and here's one argument that I would grant. It's called the teleological argument. And here it is, that things with a design must have a designer, like a watch, a laptop, for example. The late Fred Hoyle had what he called the steady-state theory that reasoned that the world has always been and replenishes itself. Now, that gives you a theory that there's something special about this world, its creation, and how it does replenish itself. There's a historical argument I would grant. Josephus was a Jewish commander, and he was a writer that affirmed that Jesus did live. Even Tacitus, the Roman historian, mentions Christ, who was tried by Pontius Pilate. Pincus Lapide was a Jewish rabbi who argued that Jesus was resurrected. Now, none of these individuals had anything to gain by their affirmation of Christ's existence on this earth, but they could not deny that he existed in what he did. Maybe the scientific argument would help from Scripture. Science says the earth is flat. We believe it. Well, the Bible said that in Isaiah 40:22. Science says that there's sound in light. And Job, in Job 38:7, said the morning stars sang together. And did you know the Bible speaks of the great water cycle? In Job 26, verses 8 through 10. Maybe these arguments here can break down the prejudices against God and the Bible. 
with the aim of steering one toward the Bible, because if we establish that belief in God, then we can establish belief within His Word. Dear friends, we hope these questions today have been answered fairly, and more importantly, biblically. And so if we can be of further help in your study, we hope you'll ask for our Bible study course, and check us out at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue our studies together another time, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. And I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh!